Welcome to the verse. Yes, yes. So just in case you didn't hear me earlier yelling at the top of my lungs, <laughs> um, we're the verse. I'm Dare and that's I'm Leslie. Yes, yes, yes. And this is a podcast that shares ideas and our opinions about hip hop with the world. And um we put together pretty cool playlists. Yeah, I I'm think, excited too. about yeah. this one. This one's gonna be great. Like yeah. we, we highlight songs about certain subjects and, and and topics that you people out there that are hip hopsters or you people that wanna know more about hip hop or just, you know, whatever, you get to maybe think about something that you maybe you never thought of before mm-hmm. when it comes to hip hop. Hip hopsters, huh? I'm really trying to work that That's one in. Okay. I, I don't know if it's going to work. I've been saying it, though. I said it in public yesterday. <laughs> Nobody flinched. I was going to say, I was the reception. Okay. <laughs> All right. Do your thing. Here to support you, you they, know? You know, they might have thought something. You know, you don't know what people think, you know. Mm-hmm. They might have gave me a side eye. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Hip hopsters. <laughs> like, All right. That's cool. All right. <laughs> You're right. If he says so. <laughs> yeah, nobody said, that's a cool one. I'm going to use it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that might mean that it's not that Didn't cool. get an affirmation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, and we, I mean, I don't think, you agree that I think hip hop makes the world a better place. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Most of it. Yeah. As a whole, more than 50%. Yeah. So 51% Majority. or more. <laughs> Majority makes the world a better place. Anyway, so uh, what I really like about... Tell me one thing that you really like about hip-hop. Like, just one just random thing that, like, when you think hip-hop... I mean, I'm just going to go simple with it. I'm going to say beats. Beats? Yeah. 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 Beats, rhymes, lyrics, cultural inclusivity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, that's where you're going. I was like, okay. I feel a Dari tangent coming, but I think that was Dari's segueing into our topic for today. Yes! I love it. Which yes. is like unique uh, collaborations. Yes, yes. Collaborations are like the 
are part of the lifeblood of, of hip hop, you know? Yeah. Um, it makes it special in so many ways. Right. Because, uh, like, I mean, you can think of it as one big collab seeing that it started with the samples. True. I mean, existing records. Right. I mean, if you go, like, from the beginning, I mean, it was using samples, just the breaks from mm-hmm. songs um, that weren't even any particular genre. Right. Uh, show tunes from mm-hmm. disco to soul music, yeah. you know what I mean? Everything. And just creating an environment that helps people, like, have a good time, mm-hmm. uh, make some money, uh, and not be violent toward another one another um, at the party until we of course we've changed a little bit i was gonna say i don't know about that in the beginning it was like that (laughs) now of course we've evolved and you know hip-hop changes you know it does and i think that's kind of like another like part of like our topic today as well like Mm -hmm. you know uh, the collaborations reflect the evolution right too you know anyway i think this topic was inspired by the uh james blake album that just came out not too long ago yes because he has production from um metro boomin on there which is not what i think of when i think james blake man you know what the funny thing is i wasn't really surprised though i'm just gonna throw that out there just because the early james blake Blake and the heavy bass because i'm a bass Mm -hmm. person i love bass um that song retrograde Mm mm-hmm yeah, yeah. That song was everywhere. I know. Yeah, and and when it went everywhere, I think that's when I stopped listening to it. Of course, you snobby hip hop, hip hopster. <laughs> I don't know if I. I mean, I just you know, it's kind of like a song where you hear it and then it starts being force fed to you. Yeah, you're just like, I resist. I'm a revolter. Like, yeah, I, you, know, yeah. you know. But it was great. It's a great sound song, and I could tell that it had this aspect of like that mix of the new school of like hip hop and the electric. Mm-hmm you know music uh the trap drums things yeah. like that then he um, managed to find three stacks and get him on the album which is he did no oh, feet oh, yeah. yes andre 3000 is on james that's blake's new right. album which, i forgot that's his nickname three stacks yes yes that is crazy yes that's that's incredible so yeah when i heard about that i was like oh that's and, a really dope collab that i would have never put together myself you finding that was amazing because I was like, that happened, but I don't remember it. Yeah. I had to go back. Well, it just came out. Oh. The Three Stacks and James Blake. That one's new? Yeah. That's from the new oh. album. It just came out maybe like two oh, weeks yeah, ago. Oh, yeah. That's the song on there. Yeah. Because yeah. you mentioned Travis Scott. Which is also on the new album. I know. They're, they have a song. Yeah. With Travis, them and Metro Boomin and them have mm-hmm. a song. And this song, um, Where's the Catch, is yeah. on there too. Mm-hmm. Got it. Yeah. The album's called Assume Form. Okay, yeah. see. And it's still James Blake, so I appreciate it. Like, So you went through a new James Blake album and inspired you to like send out this topic to us and yep. say, hey, you need collabs. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. You, yeah. I didn't know you was jamming to yeah. some James Blake. Man. <laughs> On a rainy day, which we had way too many of. This, Yeah, this year was incredible. Past, but this week has been all right. The week before that was just. Most of January. Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm complaining like I'm not. I know. Like, hold on a second. It's two degrees in Chicago not, right now. <laughs> yeah, it's literally cold and raining nearly everywhere. <laughs> Instead of Southern California, I'm brand new out here. <laughs> yeah, you know, we we paid our dues. We didn't grow up out here. Exactly. Right. Yeah. This shoveling you know. enough snow. Yeah, we, I didn't do that. Well, no, actually, I have. I mean, we don't shovel snow 
but we have to put like sand on the the ice because like in in North Texas you mm. have like the black ice thing. Yeah, and it just is. You'll be driving and then you will be sliding. Oh, I know black ice. Oh, I in know Chicago. Yeah, no, it's there. <laughs> but they, you know they have the more machines in the city. Like they, as soon as the snow comes, That's at least true. they're trying to. The whole city shut down in Dallas. Like they, mm. they don't. It happens every year at the same time. They just don't get the city doesn't buy more yeah. like, snow machines because they're just like they're gonna sit up all year. I mean, they're not completely wrong. I guess <laughs> that's true. Yeah, we just you know we get time we get chances like not do anything for a few days. Yeah, right. On like Chicago, there's like <laughs> you still got to go to work. Exactly. <laughs> I know. What do you mean? People going to school and work and everything. <laughs> anyway, shout out to Shy Town. Um, so this song. Where's the catch? Um, tell me something. I mean, I know you just listened to it. So yeah, you don't so have, I don't like, have any like bunch of fun facts for you. No. Yeah, oh, nothing. We're <laughs> no. just going to jam to it. Yes. And I would just let everybody know, like, we're not, like, like cutting these in. We are playing these, just these parts of these songs. So y'all are getting, like, real, like, authentic reaction responses. <laughs> like, this is real. So without further ado, man, I just want to play, play a part of this. I wrote the shit to my pessimistic keeps me in a cage. All my head is twisted, keeps me spinning around for days. Exorcism, pessimism has arisen. There's no reason, really, treason to myself so silly. So perfect, so perfect, so why do I look for curtains? Uncertain, but certainly false alarms alerting. A burden and beautiful times are gone, snake. Won't wipe me, but frightens me like I know I'm eight. I know I ain't, I know it ain't. Harmony, harmony, how many, how many days of amazing will it be before it phases? And I say, I told you so. Summer be, summer be buzzing, some will be hovering over nothing. All of a sudden, it's falling, it's over though. Come with me, come with me, calming me down. Be chamomile, calamine lotion, camel motion, hopping on the flow. Tumble, we tumble, we wanna leave before the apparitions take over the city. We build and discover gold. Alchemists make it silver before you know it. Negative nickels until it's void. Aluminum foil, it back to soil. So glad he did that. I mean, he delivers. He doesn't ah. do it all the time. He doesn't always come out and rap randomly, but when he does, I mean, he does it. He delivers. He, I mean, he doesn't do it. You're right. He doesn't do it often. Yeah. But he has like a track record of mm-hmm. doing it, and he, nobody will step to him like because right. he's just he's that guy, man. Andre three thousand like has been. He's he never like fails like to me like yeah. when he gets on a track. I mean. He's had very few regular songs, right? You know, um, even songs like like "Walk It Out," like that was. I know he did great he on "Walk It Out." That <laughs> it's like of God, all songs, okay. Walk it out. I know, and he just he turns it into something like you like whoa. It's the thing you don't you don't do you see do him coming. Yeah, yeah. And then he does it, and he goes away. He rides any beat, and then he just yeah. I wonder how much he charges. Yeah, it was something crazy. I used to know, but I don't anymore. It is yeah, something it crazy, was though? something crazy, yeah. Yeah, because he, he and you can walks do that. it out. I mean, yeah. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, so um, where's the catch? That's new. Mm-hmm. Um, that's awesome that we that we have a new song early yeah. in in the episode, in the show today. Yes. I'm so happy for us <laughs> because... We started with Walk This Way. Yeah, which was about 35 <laughs> to 40 years old. Yes. Somewhere in between there. Um, you guys can do the math. That was a great collab, though. I mean, it was very, like, the commercial success of that really changed things for the genre. Yeah, we didn't get a chance to talk about that. Yeah, you know, very important about the, um, that Walk This Way, an important fact is 
that it really opened up the market. You know, them doing the song and then it sounding so good. And then mm-hmm. them doing shows and performing together. Yep. I mean, it just... And let's not forget the video. And that w- the video was them performing together mm-hmm. at a show. Yeah. Um, I don't know any facts about where it was or, or anything, but I just thought when I saw that and I heard the song and no matter who you are, you can jam to it. Mm-hmm. It just, it just let you know that hip hop was like really here to stay. Right. And, um, Aerosmith had been so bonafide at that point too, mm-hmm. that, you know, they had made incredible records. That song was already an incredible record. Yeah. And then, um, for them to make that happen, it yeah. was like Rick Rubin and, uh, you know, everybody at Def Jam, yeah. <laughs> like Russell Simmons. Well, Ru- of course, Russ. <laughs> I mean, let me let me let me say Russ first, and right. and and Rick Rubin, them two together, just you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, Although yeah. I didn't know, fun fact, that Run DMC, they were never actually Def Jam artists. Did not know that. They were just related to mm-hmm. Russ. And yeah, I, I think, Joe and Russ are brothers. Right. Yeah. So he always did work for them. Right. But I mean, who were they with? I think they were on Priority. Really? Priority I'm, goes that far back? I need to double check. Yeah. But yeah, they were never... They were not on Def Jam, though. Mm-hmm. That's the fact. You yeah. Know? That's incredible. Because for so long, they did so much work with Def Jam artists. I was just They're on Profile. Just, profile. Yes. Okay. Yeah, okay. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. That's a fun fact. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they weren't on Def Jam. They were just always rapping. I mean, heavily affiliated, obviously. Clearly, yeah. There's like, bloodlines. bloodlines. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah... Um, that's amazing. So, yeah. but yeah, some other dope collabs were um, Jay Z and Linkin Park. That Collision Course album, mm. everyone loved that album. They made an entire album. Yeah, and I think that was during that time where Jay Z was really looking to collaborate a mm-hmm. lot because you know he had tried to make an album with that person we don't mention, mm-hmm. you know, and that failed. And then the album was huge. The, t- the tour failed. The tour Horribly. failed. The, oh, the songs were big. Yeah, they they made good. You know, I I just think it was a failure. Based on potential, yeah, you know, because I mean, the personality clashes were incredible. Yeah, way too much. They completely spoke openly to yeah. the public about how badly they got along. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and you know, I just think that I'm only saying it was a failure because of the opportunity that was lost. Mm-hmm. And I and I think Jay Z said something along the same lines in one of his interviews, and I was like, yeah, right on, because like these two are the largest names. Yeah, you know you know in music in america at that point yeah you know what i mean mm-hmm. so um but yeah he made a whole album and it was great it was great yeah, yeah I, I loved that album yeah i listened to it all the time and it was weird because it was like uh the mashups right like they weren't really original songs they were just like mixes of hove songs and lincoln park songs but it still it flowed really well they did a great job they produced it, it yeah you're right it was like a mashup it was, yeah um and what was the name of that song that they that was the big one in the it's, end and Izzo yeah yeah it's Izzo is mm-hmm. it's just, Izzo is like a basic song that I thought was just always jamming like, oh yeah 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 like, <laughs> here today and I'll still be just as excited as I was in what, 2001 I think <laughs> yeah the Izzo? Um, <laughs> but yeah you also um Bone Thugs and Phil Com- Collins mm-hmm. this home song when I first heard it, um, it, I was late on it as as a youngster when this came out, um, and I saw it on a music video. And I Same. was like, why are they doing this? But it was actually a good song. It was really good. I was like, and wow. I was just very surprised to see Phil Collins just hanging out. Singing. Next like, to Lazy Bone. They're Lazy Bear, and then it <laughs> pans over to Phil, and then it pans back, and they, they're doing this side profile yes. rap thing. Yeah. And he's singing his side. I'm like, this is 
uncomfortable but really nice. Like, yeah. uh, like, but it was a really good song. And um, yeah, I was excited for me because you know I'm like originally from Cleveland. Yeah, and then my mom loved Phil Collins growing up. So yeah, I was like, this is some soul, I guess. all me. Yeah, he's a drummer. Black people love percussion. We do. Yeah, <laughs> so we, it only makes we sense. We invented it. What are you talking I, about? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lot of things. A lot. We, of we won't do all that go there. right now. <laughs> it's not February yet. Yeah, when it gets there, we are gonna let y'all have it. <laughs> Can't tell so us if you're nothing. not black, listen up in February. <laughs> Got some lessons to learn. <laughs> but um, but yeah, no. So I really I love that project. I mean that album. Um, that song in particular though. Yeah. And then um, ASAP and Rod Stewart. Yeah, every day I spend my time. I'm not gonna keep singing. I keep doing because I really the funny things when I found that song, I was working out mm-hmm. and I was just like searching through ASAP because I I love ASAP Mob. I think Ferg and Rocky just like off the top. Like, yeah, they're great. becoming they're becoming our tribe called Quest. Can we talk about them? A lot. All the time. <laughs> I think it might be more me, but you did this. You put them in on this one. So I'm giving you credit for that one. So maybe they are. ASAP is dope. They are they're a part of the new school that we really, really like. It's funny because I'm not really even like a, I mean I like them, but I'm not like crazy over them like I am a tribe, but they just oh, come no, up no. all the time. There's, there's there's definitely there's no replacing tribe. It's, yeah, no. It's, it's not gonna happen. I mean if, if anybody throws a tribe called Quest Party, invite the verse in the podcast. <laughs> we will help you put it on. We will be a big part of it. You making promises <laughs> on the airwaves? Know, I'm, just, okay. I'm just throwing it out there. Cause I mean, hey, I mean, I want to go to one, right? That would be fun, <laughs> and not pay to get in. I gotta stay up past probably ten o'clock to do that though. Yeah, I'm man. Like to go to bed early. We have to choose. Or we have to plan make it, it out. a day party. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Sunday fun day or something. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, uh, yeah. That every day with Rod Stewart, uh, Mark Ronson was on there. I didn't know that. Yep, that's pretty cool. Mark Ronson is but I mean everywhere. yeah it doesn't surprise me he's the same one who made Uptown Funk with Bruno Mars yeah, and you know that song uh, it's not sampled but took from Trinidad James I interpolated know. the Trinidad James song which song was it? the All Gold Everything I know I loved that it was a fun moment in time gold 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 mm-hmm. gold gold my don't believe me just what yep I love it and he has a Grammy now who does Trinidad, Trinidad got one because Bruno got a Grammy, so that means Trinidad got oh, one too. Oh, because he used his music. Mm-hmm. Good work, man. Exactly. That's what I'm like. That's what know. I'm talking about, and that's why I will never call Bruno a cultural appropriator. No, ever. Never. As a matter of fact, because he pays Bruno, homage. he's always like respected the culture mm-hmm. in a way, and then he, I mean, he more so emulates somebody like Michael Jackson. You know, he's a performer, born performer mm-hmm. since he was a kid, and he collaborates with everybody. Yeah. And he has including Gucci. Yeah. Uh, that new song. Yeah. yeah. That song is funny. And I like it. Yeah, me, too. <laughs> me too. Um But uh yeah, so that's another collaborator for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh Bruno Mars, like he collaborates with everybody. His sound is is everywhere. So yeah, he's a true musician. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. So as we move on, your favorite. Yes. Without further ado. I got a drum for the queen, <laughs> Mariah Carey, who collaborates with everybody. Everybody. Like, y'all forget Mariah's from New York. Like so. I do. I didn't know that. Yep. That's crazy. Like, so, I, I had no idea. She would say, like, she wanted to start collaborating with people in hip-hop earlier, but her management was like, no, no, no. Like, you're like this pop princess. You don't do that. Yeah, we got to get you your white friends. And Exactly. And she was like, but I'm from New York. Like, I'm a child of the 70s and early 80s. Like, what do you mean? Like, I grew up on Rock Kim. very multicultural. Yeah. Yeah. So she was just like, what, what do you mean? Like, I can't work with hip-hop people. So when she finally got out of that situation, she did. And, I mean, she's worked with 
everybody except Biggie and Pac, pretty much. Yeah, you and she did came close to working with Biggie on Honey, but she didn't. It was Mace, Mace. Diddy, the Locks. Mm-hmm. She's worked with Nas. Mm-hmm. She worked with Hov. Damn. She works with Rick Ross. Yep. And Meek. Meek. Um, oh yeah. Who else? Busta Rhymes. Busta Rhymes. Yes. You said um, Jay Z already. Yeah, I said Hov already. He has a she has a really good song on Volume Three album. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah you guys got to check that out. Yeah. Bone Thugs. Oh yeah, what was the song with Bone Thugs? Breakdown remix. Mm-hmm. Break yep. me on down. No, no, no. Yeah, man. I mean, I'm forgetting a ton, but yeah, it's just, of course, her man, Nick Cannon. <laughs> Gucci man, LaFleur. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, Nick Cannon, man. I... Her former man, you know, I missed that marriage. That was a great one. <sighs> They're divorced now, but. I did hear about that. Yeah, I mean, oh, it's I been mean, a while. long time ago, actually. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's been doing a lot of interviews and, like, mm-hmm. very open about saying that they're really cool, but they're just, you know. Yeah. That's I mean, they are 15 years apart, I think. I don't know, like 12 or something? Yeah, it's like. Because he's, like, 36. Yeah. And she's, she's like, 40s. she's 50 now, I think. Not yet. No, nah, she's not 50 yet. You Don't do my know. girl. Don't do my girl. <laughs> why is 50 a bad thing? Just, Looking like in. her and 50 is a fantastic That's thing. That's true. I would. Don't forget, she's I, black too. <laughs> whatever she is, is beautiful. I don't even care. Like, she's maintained so well over the years, mm-hmm. you know, and, you know, I, I'm glad that she, you know, stayed with the culture that she loves. You yeah, know like, I mean? even on this new album, she has a song with, um, with Benny, which is like, really? Yeah. I'm like, what you know about? Okay. You keep your ear to the, ear to the street, which you I can guess. always appreciate. Uh, but the song we chose was The Roof. Well, roof. I chose. Let's be real. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. it's my girl. Um, yeah, The Roof featuring Mob Deep. It's over the Sugar One's beat, which is one of my favorite beats and of I mean, all that, time. That beat, though? Yeah. They've stretched that beat. <laughs> they love it it's a sound like that west coast doom 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 <laughs> that two-step it that i mean and no matter even if they play it on like a new song from or like a another artist like uses that mm-hmm. music or sample you're gonna i mean it lives with mob deep yeah you know what i mean um i mean it's a classic sound it is and they found something yeah like, sometimes when you're doing something you're like oh this is good you know what i mean Sometimes it's awful, and you don't know how far it's going to take you. And then, yeah, when right. it's good. Or sometimes it's really amazing, and it and it's taking them all the way here. Yeah, recipes, prodigy. Yeah, prodigy was the definitely the one that I really liked yeah, more. Same that H N I C album was great. Ooh, man, and Mob Deep made an app. They they had one album that came out in um, maybe it was uh, two thousand four, two thousand five. Okay, uh, I don't remember, but it. Was it the one with Hey Love on it with 112? No, I don't think. Maybe. No, no, it was the one. Oh, is that the one where it has a heavy drum beat? It's like. Is it that one? That's not the Hey Love song. No, it's not the Hey Love song, but that's the drum beat on there. But anyway, I, that's one that I really listen to a lot. You're that probably was, talking about Infamy. That's 2002, though. Yeah, that one. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, The Roof. Yeah. The with roof. the shook one beats but um it's mariah's angelic voice over these grimy new york beats <laughs> and it's just it's so nice because it's so smooth and it's like but but wait <laughs> i'm confused I the know. contrast is so much but it's so great 
and they they flow they their flow is dope on there too. Yeah, you know. Um, there's one thing about her voice I was thinking about. I there was something I was listening to. Uh, I don't remember exactly where it came from. I think I I want to say it's VH1, but I I listened to so many uh, reporters and you know I watched so many hip hop shows and mm-hmm. music shows, but they were going over the top 50 or their top 50 greatest voices of like the 20th century or mm-hmm. uh some some time frame uh and she was within the top five or ten like it was like freddie mercury and her like you know what i mean mm-hmm. um because they she's s- like who freddie mercury whitney mariah who else celine maybe i don't remember all of them <laughs> i just know that they did speak of them too mm-hmm. having this genetic ability to whistle with their vocal oh yeah cords? whistle tone yeah Minnie Riperton did it too who did Minnie Riperton okay I am not gonna sing the song so people <laughs> who know say, she do is, it do it people know she is yeah yeah will know the song but she's um Maya Rudolph's mom oh okay so okay those high notes those super high notes yeah yeah yeah, yeah the, that's called whistle tone yeah it is called whistle tone mm-hmm. now that you say that completely brings it back yep um and not everyone can do it that sings you right. know what I mean um and it's very unique um, and that, and because she is able to not just hit the note, but she she sings with it. She can mm-hmm. do so much with the note, even yeah. though in her song she she doesn't like do it all the time. Yeah, I mean it's hard. Yeah, to, it's to, a to do that and stay up there. Stress on. The yeah, voice, so. but I mean her lower register is crazy too. I think I people, people sleep on that. Yeah, her because she actually has she has a deeper voice. Yeah, it's very rich. Voice. Yeah. I've been begging her. <laughs> in my mind to make a jazz album oh wow yeah. okay i can imagine that i saw a she's done a christmas her. one why can't she do it yeah right jazz one i saw a clip of her singing at like a jazz bar like randomly showed up in a gown because she's mariah carey she is over the top <laughs> with that she's a little gaudy i you know and um <sighs> she was singing like with the piano oh yeah just like i'm sure she can just riff and jazz own that. and i was like this is what i need from you <laughs> just like one just do it for me <laughs> <laughs> i'll pay ten dollars for your cd <laughs> just this one favor album. i've been a fan forever like yeah. literally yeah you you have yeah and this was one of the more surprising um <laughs> for so many reasons as far as your 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 fan crushes like yeah. this one is i when you came out with this one i was like mariah huh <laughs> okay Mariah, it is. Yeah, then. like I still have her vinyl of her first album, That's like from like when it came out. It came out in 1990. I know. I that, was that, born in the late 80s. You were. I was. <laughs> I remember when the album came out, and she was wearing them Daisy Dukes, and that's all we thought of as kids. We were like, No, wow. she wasn't. Oh, her video, her first video. <laughs> she had on the the Vision of Love like tight oh, not on dress the album. No, I'm talking about the video where she was like sitting by the window. Not singing. that song. It was another song. Her first album, she was not wearing Daisy Dukes. I promise you that. Because her husband was Tommy Mottola. That's true. Who is not letting yeah, that happen. Not having him, yeah. She but came no, out. I mean, it really wasn't about the Daisy Dukes. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. It really wasn't. Yeah. It was really about how great she was. My my older brother's a big fan. And everybody was like, what is she? <laughs> Which is like, that the was a big question thing. all mixed people hate. <laughs> yeah, they do. <laughs> Which is fair because it's like a human. Yeah. Uh, you can, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I the racial thing. Let's not get too far into it, but you yeah, know, it's know, fully created, it's indoctrinated, <laughs> mm-hmm. so people are asking the question because, you know, they want to see what faction she's a part of, yeah. you know what I mean? They want to see if they can really like her and, right. and how to judge her because, you know what I mean, so many different things. But 
Yeah, I mean, she's multicultural. Being yes. from New York, she probably has a lot of Caribbean genes and probably a lot of Afro, Afro-Latino. She's Afro-Venezuelan. Makes sense. Yeah, her dad was, and her mom's Irish. Okay. So, there you go. And her Mystery. mother? She's, like, white, like, Irish. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. That makes sense, then. Yes. Mm-hmm. What is some more call them? She says swirlies. Some oh, more. really? Yeah, okay. I don't, I'm not a big fan of some more. I, you know, I just watch her because I support black female um comics mm-hmm. you know because i think they so you still got netflix though netflix ain't give monique a comedy special you still got netflix though i do got netflix <laughs> i am not monique i don't like her position i'm not gonna lie man i i said i said women i didn't say monique like, you know what i'm saying i mean like i'm just saying like monique didn't have to go there she didn't have to do all she that she didn't have to, man. But no, Samora just has, you know, she's funny. And I think that, you know, she's come a long way, you know, mm-hmm. being on BT. She says she calls them swirlies. She's like, I love the swirlies. <laughs> swirlies are amazing. And I think it's a really nice word instead of saying like, like terms that are offensive, like yeah. half breed and all this other yeah. awful terms that like send people like down a derogatory, like, like, pat, like, um, like it sends you your mind down like a, like a, like a, I don't know, more like an offensive tone. Like mm-hmm. You say stuff like that. So Swirlies is like, hey, it was Swirly, you know? <laughs> I would still check my, with my, my biracial friends to make sure that they were okay with being called. You should, you should, and first of all, being called anything. Like, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. That's, I'm just trying that's to, the first I'm just problem. trying to take the high road right now. <laughs> like, so, the roof. <laughs> the roof. <laughs> Let's play it, man. Pouring down on your buildings The rain about to fall a score up in the project hall Third floor, rapid taste on the staircase As we embrace, strictly lie without the raw base Me and my old dog, blowing out the smoke's fall But overall, you the one that's like my pistol I see a crystal, keep you on yeah, my side to yeah, the fish yeah. Ain't it ill how we click, boo? Me and you, got me stuck off the realness Just me and you, up on the roof, peace Pebble Beast, talk to me anytime, even when I wear my piece Ruler L, why you smell like the perfume Chanel? Push big G's, rapping noise, simply hit me. We could do it on the rooftop, do it till we both drop MOBB with Mariah sound so hot. Yeah, her, her hitting those notes was just. That, you're right. That was a good time stamp. I, I like that. Um, that whole part, it, it that just little snippet take t- mm-hmm. engulfs the whole song. Yeah. Uh, Get the contrast in there. Yeah. yeah her singing. You know, you got your bum off the realness. Like, that's Mob D, man. Yep, as she's doing runs in the background. That's how it sounds. Yeah, it sounds way better than that, but, you know. <laughs> Man, she was amazing. Um, I'm so glad that um, you chose that. So. Yep. Shout out to the lambs. That's what she calls her fans. So. She calls them the lambs. Lambs, yes. I wonder why. Her favorite animal is a lamb, so. 
Oh, her fans are her favorite people, I guess. Other than her kids, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wonder if she calls her kids lambs. Right? Good mm. question. They're like yeah. the ultimate lamb? I don't know. They're, hey, you guys are my favorite lambs. She calls us the Lambly. Lambly. Yes, so shout out to the Lambly. <laughs> we let them get away with so much. <laughs> just because they create some great art and music. <laughs> Thank you, people. Thank you, Mariah Carey. You can call them Lambos, whatever you want to call them. <laughs> Call them goats, lambs, turtles, <laughs> crocodiles, whatever. I mean, this is Beehive, so whatever. And Beehive, you repping for the Beehive. You, you know, hey, you, I, you know, because from what I remember, it was Beehive. Mm-hmm. I thought you was part of the Beehive. I mean, like, I'm a casual member of the Beehive. Okay. Yeah. But I'm, like, probably vice president More of the Lambly. Yeah, okay. yeah. So you're in the Lambly. But mm-hmm. Beehive, you know, they, they get in your endorsement. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The Rihanna Navy, too. Rihanna. Uh, yep. Rihanna, man. I like I like Rihanna. You know, the dream said that her album is almost done, and I'm like, why are you doing this to me? <laughs> <laughs> I've been waiting for this album for so long. Um, I have a confession. Rihanna is not as hot to me as what everybody thinks. Like in my opinion, mm. I think that she makes. I thought she was a great artist coming out. Like her sound, her voice. Mm-hmm. I thought that's what she was mostly for. They, she, her becoming a sex symbol is not what I interpreted when I first heard, yeah. heard her. And now that she is, it's like, you know, I just, I, I think she makes great music. Yeah. Like when she collaborated with, um, uh, three, six, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, or three, six use that beat that use that beat. They use the same beat. The, throw it up, throw it up. Oh yeah. That yeah. wasn't a collab. <laughs> It was just Mike Will licensing the beat to two people. Well, I, I <laughs> or, thought the I, I thought that I thought maybe oh, okay maybe yeah it, it was, was Mike Will's Juicy beat. J bands Juicy J dance. just wanted to rap on bands bands I thought they were and then throw the, it up Similar, they're different they're different di- they same thing they didn't work together but they okay. were just it's just Mike Will beats yeah I know he just they just need to stop doing that. Selling the beats to two people. That's what uh, Soldier Boy talked about in his interview. Did you watch that? Oh, I've I've been waiting to. Oh. People were talking oh, about it. Oh, it's so great. Is oh, it? Oh, really? it's so great. Is it like good in the fact of like substance or good in the fact of like he's just a nut? It's so entertaining. Oh, okay. <laughs> but he said Zaytoven does that. He was like Zaytoven gave uh, Migos the same beat he gave me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's, they just think they, that's what that's the thing, you know. So I'm thinking it's a collab this whole time yeah. because I don't research the fine print of the beat mm-hmm. or the song. You know what but I mean? But they weren't on it at the same time. <laughs> I know they weren't on it at the same time so right. collaboration is <laughs> not a song collaborated I'm thinking like maybe they you know made it at the same time I don't know I'm just making up stuff backpedaling while I but yeah no that was definitely like Mike Will and his just like I like this beat everyone else should too have fun with it yeah I, that's it. what do you think about that you think that's like a I mean, it's smart in the producer's end. Yeah, I mean, Twice it's definitely money, a check. Have to work, and they might they are able to give a discount, maybe. Uh, who knows? But I mean, it worked. I like both those songs a lot. I enjoy Band Maker Dance, and I enjoy Throw 'Em Up. So, or Throw It Up. Throw it up, throw it up. Mm-hmm. Make it all fall out. I love Rihanna in that pocket. I love her when she does stuff like that, and when she does like her dance hall stuff. Like I love the dance hall yeah. stuff. Yeah, I'm 100 percent behind the dance. Because I mean, hall that's stuff. what she is. That's like, where she started. Yeah, and that's what I used and, to. I mean, she's to. from Barbados. No, not Barbados. Uh, maybe something like no, it is Barbados. Is it Barbados? Yeah. It's one of the islands around the Bahamas and Trinidad and all that. Yeah. Um, yeah. The next one was definitely your choice, so I will let you go ahead and introduce <laughs> that one. <laughs> all right. So all right. So we're talking about collaborations here, okay? 
Um, and that's what, you know, I know we're talking about a bunch of other stuff and like our taste in music and what we like and everything. But I think this was 100% um, this song over and over again uh, with Nelly featuring Tim McGraw. Mm-hmm. I looked at this as very similar to, because it's a curated song, mm-hmm. you know, as far as impact, I, I thought it was great because these two types of these genres at that time, especially the people that followed them were not unified, mm-hmm. you know, um, not everyone that was listening to Tim McGraw on CMT mm-hmm. We're listening to, you know, Nelly. They knew about each other. They know about Nelly. Nelly was incredibly popular at mm-hmm. that time. He had done the Super Bowl. He had, you know, done all this other stuff. But, you know, they knew about him. And Nelly also has this kind of country twang to him. <laughs> the Midwest twang. Oh. Yeah. And then <laughs> that that over there, that, you know, he started that. Even though the, the other rapper, like, he made Chingy. a song. Chingy made yeah. right there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's, I mean, Nelly first sound made that sound in a song, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And then um Country Grammar was the name of his first album. Mm-hmm. Um, and lead single. <laughs> yeah. I love that song so it's much. It's such a good song, right? I love that you song. You didn't sing that song as a kid? Absolutely. Shimmy, shimmy, go, go, and the thing is, my dad loved that song. My dad was the one who put me on Country Nelly. Country Grammar was an album that I played yeah. on a regular. Yeah. Um, and that's what I mean. And, you know, him being from originally from Austin and mm-hmm. then moving up to St. Louis as mm-hmm. a kid you know having that music background it was it was i mean in austin i don't know if you've been to austin i haven't yeah, okay. heard so, nothing but good things right it's great music scene one of the best music scenes in the country mm-hmm. because no matter where you go people uh indiscriminately play music and appreciate it and respect it and you know you can find a show uh with any genre out there and people truly support in that town like in that town like they're like they're gonna go to shows mm-hmm. you know um and that's what that's and I guess him coming from that, you know, maybe that was what motivated it, or is the fact that he had this double CD with <laughs> sweatsuit, or the fact that country music makes insane amount of money every year. I mean, it was definitely a business decision. <laughs> yeah, I think um, that's a big part of the collaboration. Mm-hmm. Um, it also helps the business side of the of the music mm-hmm. um, and let everybody know and hip-hop to me with it being inclusive and like saying like there's if no matter who you are there's a form of hip-hop that you can like mm-hmm. you know i think this embodies it you know what i mean yeah i definitely feel like this song introduced more country fans to nelly than hip-hop people to tim mcgraw because i don't think there is a great migration of like people listening to nelly fans being like oh i gotta check out the new tim mcgraw now oh god no versus no. like i feel like some Tim McGraw fans be like, who was this Nelly guy? This was a benefit for hip hop, 100%. Yeah. Like, it wasn't a benefit for country music. Right. It was a benefit for Tim McGraw's pocket, probably. Yeah. But it wasn't like, oh, country music is now bigger. Yeah. You know, they crossed over into pop, mm-hmm. you know, already at that point. You know, I mean. But Tim McGraw is like one half of the country super couple. That's true. Because Faith Hill is. <laughs> Who, she's about bigger who than can, him. Who can sing down? Oh my she's gosh, she's bigger than him. She's amazing. Yeah, she's, she's. I I I don't even listen to country music, but I've heard her sing. Mm-hmm. She's in. Yeah, 100%. I mean, but, and they do it together. I mean, they they tour together and they sell out like easy. Yeah, yeah I mean, but country music, I mean, it's a whole demographic mm-hmm. is you know ninety five percent like white American. Mm-hmm. You know, um, there are really there's a lot of you know black and and 
not white country music artists that are really good. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And uh, but this collaboration shocked me. Bottom line, mm-hmm. I was yeah. My 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 friend yeah, me too. Uh, he was like, hey. Have you listened to Nelly's like new album? I was like, I'm not gonna listen to it. Uh, you know, I heard um, "Drop Down and Get Your Eagle On" and I couldn't figure out the song. It was so confusing. It was like, are you doing a hook now? Or are you doing a verse? It was just "Drop Down and Get Your Eagle On." It girl. was it was the party song. We should. <laughs> it wouldn't have been on my party list just to let you know. No shot at Nelly because Nelly. I mean, I, I mean, I was having a serious Neptune's moment at the time so i loved that song because it was because it was neptune's yeah it was a very confusing song i couldn't get with it i i, I mean and then when i because I, maybe because the first time i heard it i saw some visuals to it mm-hmm. and then i listened to it and i was like i'm just i get it it's dropped down to get your eagle on it's a dance kind of yeah. like and he's really into like the whole like bird thing because then he had uh shaggy tail feather too <sighs> just like all right. Oh my God! Cool, you and this. Bird and then injury. right before that, he did tip drill, and you're just like, oh. Yeah, it, I tried to think about tip the, drill too much. The the that video, man, that was that video kept him out of spell Spellman. Huh? He wanted to perform at Spellman. It did. No, it was. Said, We're not. No. Yeah, because you went way too far way in too with far. that. Yeah. I mean, is like he he went in mm-hmm. like um, and all those songs were like him either trying he was just it seemed like he was just you know Mm -hmm. doing whatever he always did and he was super unique you know he wasn't like just the typical hip-hop guy when he came out like he came out right after the 90s Mm -hmm. uh you know around the era of dmx Ludacris, all that you know what i mean and he really was doing his own thing so Mm -hmm. i mean i'm sure he's unapologetic but i like i said i you know i didn't think it was gonna be good Mm -hmm. my buddy uh was like hey he likes country music a little bit mm-hmm. so he's like you gotta listen to this and i was like what no i'm not doing it and he did and here it goes Is this song all the way hip hop? Absolutely not. Yeah, I. Don't, um, I mean, is, I didn't like it then. I don't like it now. Yeah, <laughs> and it's not because I I like country. Mm-hmm. Well, like certain levels of country. Some stuff true, I'm like, true. Mm, I'm this is a little too twangy for me. But yeah. like, I do enjoy country music. But this, I was like, what do you? Yeah, I mean, I can do like Willie Nelson. I can also do like the Gambler, mm-hmm. like like the old school stuff. So. Oh, why did you say the Gambler, Dare? <laughs> why did Why did that come to mind? <laughs> <laughs> well, we talked about it, but uh, the Gambler was also had a collaboration yeah. with uh, Wyclef John. You know, they yeah. did a remix, and Which that was, was the dope. first collaboration of of country music and hip hop mm-hmm. in two thousand one, and it was groundbreaking. 
Yeah. And people loved it. It was groundbreaking. Actually, technically, was a better song than this one. Yeah. You know? And it's, I love Kenny Rogers being like, yo, I'm on a track with White Club at the beginning. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's, yeah. He, like, sounded like a grandpa trying to be cool. Yeah, he's like, I'm here with White Cliff. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> shout out. You know, type yeah. thing. You know? And, yeah, that was pretty cool. That and then good. they used the Feral Munch on that one, mm-hmm. too. Feral Munch, man, like, shout out, man. That dude, talk about doing it his way mm-hmm. and getting his clout because of what he did yeah. and like not taking any like outside influences and Feral Munch like he made a classic track and they used that beat that mm-hmm. dun 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 get the fuck out yeah dun, Simon dun, dun. Says man Simon Says mm-hmm. yeah so yeah no, that's a good country collaboration a very bad one is Accidental Racist by oh. Brad Paisley and LL Cool J don't even I oh can't. my god I, that was so terrible if you need to tell me why because I blocked that shit out of my mind like I can't even do that when I <laughs> LL Cool J who I have so much respect for mm-hmm. likewise legend likewise got on the track and said dear Mr. White Man yeah I don't, don't judge that. me for like my baggy jeans or something and then he was like fine as long as you don't judge me for my confederate flag and I'm like it's not the same thing wow that was the ignorant song yes. you need to call that the ignorant yeah, song yeah because it was- both Terrible. of them. That's, those lyrics alone are so highly offensive. Yes. And I'm thinking that that's probably why I don't remember it. You try because, to block it out? Yeah, because it just, you know, like 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 we do. We celebrate hip-hop. Mm-hmm. So when people do that bullshit, we like... But I mean, that's one of ours. So we got to let LL know. <laughs> yeah, we do have to tell. And I don't care how big you are, LL. Like, you know, I'm not afraid of nobody, even though I know you... You big and you got lots of money. You know, you I, I, I care about the muscles, them <laughs> that money muscles. What do you got? <laughs> That's what I'm that afraid. Too. Of. But like, no, it's just that, um, you know, those lyrics. Mm-hmm. I, I'm sure he's more evolved now. Yeah, I'm you sure. know, what he I mean? got a lot of heat for it. They both did. Yeah, I mean, naturally, and mm-hmm. so hopefully they just didn't take it too personally and mm-hmm. we're like i'm just gonna make myself better. Right. That's what I would do. We all make mistakes. Mm-hmm. We all say things that we we. In hindsight, we'll say, man, I'm better than that, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, I mean, we do it. I know I've done it in this podcast. So <laughs> <laughs> That's part of life. It's part of growing. Yeah, but, yeah, we do have to highlight that as one of our only, like, drawbacks that we talk about in hip-hop. Like, when, we, when something we're seriously critical about, like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm with you on that one. That was just... Yeah. No, there's no... Big misstep there. Yeah. No. When the, baggy chains are not the same as a Confederate flag. Like, At all. Not even close. Like in what and, world? And, 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 and it sounds very like, uh, I'm going to get this out and I'm going to move on. Sounds very white privileged to say, well, just let me like let me fly my Confederate flag. Why are you going to ask for a million dollars? All I did was say, hey, I'm going to pay you your dollar back. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Ain't no interest rate like, hey, that high. No, hey, let me get a million then. <laughs> no, dude. That's like an imbalance there. Not you know? how that works it's, at all. So... This yeah. is not that yeah. podcast. So we'll this move is not along. That. Yeah, we're gonna move along. I, I'm, but I'm yeah, done. that's a bad example of a unique collaboration. Yeah. And 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 for some and like I said, and the great thing is about us talking about this is, is mm-hmm. all the collaboration of the country western mm-hmm. uh, genre with hip hop, mm-hmm. um, and the fact that hip hop and these powers that be in country western are trying to create the peaceful mm-hmm. coexistence. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So. These these people that might have these ignorant pr- points of view, they see them doing work with talented people from all around the world because right. hip hop is all around the world. Mm-hmm. Technically, like every a lot of the artists that are in hip hop, I mean, we just you know I, I know Nelly is probably multicultural. You know, mm-hmm. there's so many hip hop is not even though Black America built it, 
You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's fully inclusive. Like I always say, mm-hmm. the house has an open door policy. So right. um, it, I just like that there is an effort for dialogue and peace and mm-hmm. camaraderie and unity there. Even though the song, the music genres don't really mesh well. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So anyway, that's cool. On to another. Let's move it on. Collaboration. This was this was a favorite. I'm so glad. Yes. You know, my my heart jumped out of my chest <laughs> when you did this one. I was like, man, yeah. Yes. I mean, this album was one that I didn't appreciate it when it came out. I think just because I was young, very much a child. I com- I completely feel and listened to one. it today. I was like, this is really good. I didn't I didn't understand, but now I do. And the album I'm talking about is the Carnival, uh, Wyclef Jean's first solo album. Yes, the Carnival. I completely slept on it. When, yeah. I mean, not, so I got the album, of course, because it was Wyclef Jean mm-hmm. and Carnival. And I know because his past production work, he, his his reputation preceded him before doing this mm-hmm. album. I mean, he has already had so much success. Yeah, before he the put Fugees. this album. Mm-hmm. The Fugees, yeah, mm-hmm. that's pretty much what what it was. And then when he came out with, with Carnival, we were like, man, you know, because we didn't know what to feel because some people had not so good things to say about him, and mm-hmm. you know, you know, about artists that he was trying to to have like, you know, or or, or with that he was trying to either what did I say like develop. Mm-hmm. And they weren't really developing, you know what I mean? And, yeah. and I think even like uh, Cannabis was saying something like he didn't develop artists really well. And, it's, mm. you know, they had a clash, you know, because mm. he was producing him for a while. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, he also um, had conflicts with Proz and things like that, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but then when, when Carnival came out, I was like, well, he really, this is his sound. Yeah. And uh, as a young kid, when it came out, I was like, I'm just gonna hold on to it and see yeah. how I feel. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because it just didn't didn't knock. Yeah. But then now I'm like, it aged beautifully. What was that? Yeah. Like wine, <laughs> like good wine. And that's what's cool about a lot of the music that you know, really good music that we hear now. Um, if we if we believe in the artists, if we they made things we like, we, you know, we can let it just sit with us for mm-hmm. a little while. Let you know, it marinate. Yeah, we shouldn't just make shot like just like uh, instant judgments about like music that you know of artists that we actually like you yeah. know just see how i feel over time because music is 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 variance to it mm-hmm. you know what i mean um and it lasts forever so true that man it's an imprint for real yeah well white club is kind of like the king of this cross genre collaboration thing because mm. we already discussed like kenny rogers and the gambler that was him yeah mm-hmm. he's always trying to and he also worked with santana let's not forget maria maria that's one of his biggest hits yep and then uh, the Neville Brothers too. Oh yeah, he did. Mm-hmm. What was the on song the with the Neville Brothers? It was on the Carnival mm-hmm. album with the Neville. Because yep. <laughs> Neville Brothers, they're so they're, they they have their own sound too. Oh <laughs> yes, <laughs> did, particularly that, 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 Aaron. Yeah, Aaron Neville. <laughs> like, <laughs> like like what you doing, man? Like he played basketball with his voice box, man. He'd be right, bouncing up and down, man. Bouncing. But you know it's him when you hear it. Yeah, true and. I mean, I've always liked Aaron Neville. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but yeah, this... they were on the Mona Lisa on the Carnival album. Okay. But yeah, but the song we chose was with Cecilia Guant- Cruz. Guantanamera. Guantanamera. Cecilia Cruz. Okay. <laughs> so she sings the original, right? Is that mm-hmm. what it is? 
Um, and he samples like her sound for this song. Is that no? The way? She sang it. She came back and sang it. On so this she track. was on this track. Yes. Cool. So this is a I mean, this is a full on co- collaboration. Yes. Like this isn't like, hey, I took your song. It's not Otis. Because <laughs> that is not yeah, a collaboration. Why did they say I'm that Otis so Redding mad. was on that? Oh, they, he sampled a lot of songs. <laughs> he should have said he had the stylistics. He should have right. featured them and everybody else. Then you know what I'm saying? Like oh. that's not how collaborations work. Never. But no, Cecilia Cruz actually lent her voice. And, and I like this. that about Wycliffe because even when he has Santana, he has Santana on the track, even though he used some of his riffs from some older music too. I think on Maria Maria. Maria was Santana's song. It was. That's it was like featuring Wycliffe. Oh, it was, but it wasn't Wycliffe. It wasn't Wycliffe. Right. He didn't own the song. Mm-hmm. I couldn't tell. I know. <laughs> <laughs> that I, it yeah. was so good though. But yeah, Maria was his thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely Santana. Because yeah, I remember that. But wow, I could not tell. To me, that was like Wycliffe. Yeah, because Santana, but Santana is not a vocalist; he's just a guitarist. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, technically, he does have quite a bit of different vocalists Mm -hmm. on his music. So, man, so yeah, back to Guantanamera. Guantanamera. So, everyone, if you have your salsa shoes on, yes, get it together for the queen of salsa. Yes, make it happen. Celia Cruz y estoy aquí con Wyclef celebrando el carnaval azúcar Guantanamera Guajira Guantanamera Like I was, I was wondering like what Guantanamera mean. Meant. Yeah, it's a woman from Guantanamo. Guantanamo. Yep. Yeah, right. <laughs> nice. So yeah, um, it's just so catchy. Yeah. And Cecilia Cruz says that she it, sang that song over a hundred and forty times, and I think this one is my favorite. <laughs> really? <laughs> yep. That's that's really cool. Yeah. That's really cool. Man, I just know we're missing a collab. I oh, just, I mean, we've got to be missing. We I could mean, list them all, but we'll be here all, all day. I know. There's just so many cool ones in yeah. hip hop, man. And and that's the beauty of it, man. Like I, I I say it over and over and over and then again one more time that there's a form of hip hop for everybody. Like that's why this collaboration like hip hop is expanding. It's its whole sole purpose is to like include 
people and test out new sounds and mm-hmm. and uh, give people a voice that might otherwise might not have one or yeah just just make really cool stuff to parties <laughs> like whatever yeah. it is it, you know so my one of my favorite artists is who we have next that we highlight on our highlighted list um common chicago yeah shout out shot town like um, forever and always <laughs> <laughs> um he did a song with lily what's her last name lily allen lily allen from britain from britain I, that's a terrible accent <laughs> <laughs> from london england uh lily allen and she's only on the hook yeah however enough. yeah and you know she was sprinkled out like they mm-hmm. used her voice as a part of the music yeah uh there's some real genius in that in that production yep um, Finding Forever was to me Common's one, most complete album. Yeah, I love that album. Uh, it wasn't too short, mm-hmm. like B. I think B cut itself short because it was just, but it was it's a masterpiece. Yeah. Um, and then B uh, is almost kind of like Kendrick's to Pimp a Butterfly. Like mm-hmm. they're both so great and pieces of artwork right. that you don't don't really enjoy all the time. True. Yeah. It is. Yeah. You're right. And and you can't just bump it. Right. You know, you have to listen to it. Yeah, you know, because there's just so many layers there. Hmm. Mm, I'm. I'm a, I agree with you on that one. That's a really good comparison. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you have me here for a reason. Man, I, I'm. I'm not surprised. I'm thankful. <laughs> I don't know what y'all think. I'm thankful. Because <laughs> y'all see me messing up here. <laughs> yeah, you hear Fact me checker. messing up. Yeah. You know I mean? So. Um, yeah. Funny. And it was fun too, right? Like it was. It was deep, but you also had your song. You could have a good time too. Yeah. Finding forever, man. Like. I can listen to it as a hip hop album, most complete hip hop album I think that he's ever put together. Even though like Water for Chocolate was amazing, yeah, you know Resurrection, Resurrection. Um, you know, B was like his maturation, mm-hmm. you know, and it just set him on a new page Absolutely. in hip hop in the same genre. Talk about a guy that started in one way and just yeah. like evolved to something brand new. And what, finding, what do you think made him pop though? Because I mean. I'm not gonna say well yeah he crossed over definitely what do you think did it what do you mean like because i can't what, put my finger on a particular album what made him um common was in gap commercials yeah, well yeah. common like everywhere yeah now yeah and i don't really know exactly when it happened i think it happened um when he made that song um uh, the light. That's what I wanted to say, but I still don't remember. Because I remember I was a kid. They played the light over and over again. It was a really, really good song. Um, also, he got his. He got into acting. Yeah, um, acting. Uh, and he's he's just been a guy that's also been very outspoken, like with academics, and mm-hmm. you know, he was on CNN talking about the N word mm-hmm. uh, with Michael Eric Dyson. Yeah. Um, Cornell West. Yeah. You know. Um, and uh, I remember him also getting being the one of the first good music uh, artists. Like I think mm-hmm. they put out because B I think was on that. At, when he, I mean I know Kanye West mm-hmm. got with him, and I think that kind of tr- like evolved his sound. Yeah, and okay. um, there was a few videos on there that he did really well. He just got into Hollywood. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think that's what did it, man. Like, Collaborating with John Mayer. <sighs> yeah, and then he. He's a heartthrob. I mean, yeah, he's a really good-looking guy. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, 
And then he's just not that arrogant, good looking, it seems like. Yeah. I've met a few times. He's very nice. Yeah. Yeah. Very, like, intense, but nice. <laughs> like, he's, like, eyes open, like, yeah. looking at you, peering into your soul. Exactly what it is. And, you know, he's so light, but his eyes are so dark. So it's like, yeah. whoa. Yeah. And, you know, the funny <laughs> I'm thing being is, hypnotized. I, I tried to emulate that. <laughs> I appreciate that about him. I've seen him do that with people because to me, um, I see that as 100% attention yeah. to the person. Exactly. And I. I've always worked on like trying to be more attentive and linear with my attention so that I can get everything out of a present moment, mm -hmm. you know? And he, he just seems like a person that just gets as much out yeah, of a present moment. Yeah, he has moment. that down. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I emulate that with him. Yeah. He peered into your soul. <laughs> he did. Oh, gosh. How'd you feel after? Twice. Twice? Like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, uh -oh. what happened? <laughs> <laughs> did oh I God. meet Common? <laughs> There's, what are you saying? What are you saying? Get into your soul and you don't know what happened. You're just like, oh my god. Yeah, no, I am not saying that. I he, know we're not. I'm not being that he suggestive. Shook my hand and then I went home <laughs> by myself. Just saying, man. He was very friendly. Yeah, he seems like that. I've seen and I can see why he's such a hit with the ladies. I'm trying to try and be as cool as him. Man. That's what we try. But yeah, the do. song we chose was "Drive Me Wild." Driving me wild. Lily Allen. Today show, be on the treadmill, uh, like okay go Got a body, a uh, body that you can't pay for That means she has some D's on her, but they want fake though How to drive, room a drive for Rodeo She spend pesos on those labels Spin class at the gym, strip tees on the pole She was so obsessed with her body and clothes To every party she goes, trying hard to be chose They say it's hard for a pimp, but extra hard for these Reading us and people mad, trying to get these scoops Chasing the actor for a Bentley coupe She recruit a ball player from the Clippers, then came the pumps off, thinking she number one when she was just a jump off. Doing all she can for a man and a baby, driving herself crazy like the astronaut lady. It's this thing Mystery, it's everything. We brought out the vocalist and directed it. Man, hey, I'm he's been singing since he walked in the studio. Man, I just you know we I, had a Black Street moment earlier, y'all. We did. Black Street is awesome. <sighs> yes. What were we singing? We were singing uh, before, I, before let you go. I let you go. <laughs> Can I get a kiss? Good night, baby. Shout out Dave Hollister, Chicago. Man, I'm telling you, we had the Dave Hollister conversation, man. Yeah. Man, him and his whole family, his whole tribe, they can sing. <laughs> Yeah, man, those church voices. That's what it. That's probably what it is. Man. Yeah. Um, this song, uh, it connected with me on a deep level because it was just during a certain time. It was just I was examining love, mm -hmm. you know, real love. Yeah. You know, no, Mary um, J. Real love. <laughs> which we like, Mary J. Man. Yeah, you know, that was Moon like Moon Rock tripped a little bit, man. No, we you love failed. you, Moon Rock, man. We love you, man. That's my bro, bro, man. I'm just saying though. It ain't her fault, man. She, you know. Mm -mm, nope, not even going there. Yeah. Okay. Mm -mm. <laughs> I like. I like. Y'all like that when she stops me like that. I like it too. It's cool. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. Just it, the great thing about this song, I just I connect with it every time it plays. I never. I, I don't even like stopping it. It's, yeah. um, just love is everything. So it. it 
there was a time, you know, in everybody's life when they go through something, they feel like there's no love around for them. Mm-hmm. And I was just in that time. And, you know, and it just, and when I would listen to it, I would look around and I would see love, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And it just, it's just really good like that, you know, just very simple. It turned your frown upside down. It right? did. And then I was like, who is this like British white girl singing on here? <laughs> I thought it was somebody else. And it's Lily Allen. She sounds like, you know, an artist that would be on like an Apple commercial or something. Oh my gosh, the accuracy of that. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what she sounds like. Yeah. Especially right. her song that I knew her for was uh, Smile. Oh, which yeah. Which is like, she's singing it all happy, but it's all about like her cheating yeah, yeah. boyfriend. Exactly. But yeah, she, exactly. It just That's crazy. It just reminds me of that. And so, and when I researched her, I was like, there's really not any songs that I like, like by mm-hmm. her individually necessarily. I mean, she's a I great like vocalist. She has a great voice. Mm-hmm. Um, it just, I was just like, wow. I mean, she did she work at T-Pain too? She did. The five o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's a creeper song. I like it. <laughs> it is. It is. <laughs> it's five o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Conversation got boring. You was going to bed soon. <laughs> is that my, is that, all right, all right. <clears throat> oh gosh. Trying to oh, impersonate um, Lily Allen today. I haven't had anything to drink, just in case anybody's wondering. <laughs> just water. Just have no idea what was in that burrito bowl he had earlier. I know, all. man. Just, you know, I got that omega-3s in there. <laughs> My brain is going crazy. All right, so so we're moving on. So we um, are at the final part of, of this, you know, highlighted playlist that we, songs that we put together that... Uh, that that we like you don't like all of them but you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, I respect the vision right thank you thank you <laughs> we're, but we're highlighting collaborations yes and um this is a, this is a playlist about really unique collaborations that we think like were very you know instrumental you know mm-hmm. in in the sound and growing hip-hop and mm-hmm. uh all of them were hits yeah um i don't think there's the smallest hit was probably over and over again no no, absolutely not. No? Mm-mm. Was that a really big hit? That was a pretty big hit. Okay. I'll say the smallest hit. Because Once Out of Matter wasn't even a single. It's, it, it was It was definitely my favorite. One of my at, When I listened to that album, yeah. I forgot to say this. That was my favorite song on that album right. when I first listened to it because it, it just had that sound. Mm-hmm. And you're right. Yeah, that one was probably the smallest one. Yeah, because it wasn't really a single. It was just like a song Cause Carnival, Carnival got some rewards, though, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was very quickly yeah. came, too. Yeah. I think Gone to November... Mm-hmm. It's a big one on there, staying alive too. He made staying Stay, alive. Yeah, he did that, and then the Gonson November, yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. That's one of his. He like he goes to that song mm-hmm. like to oh, to yeah. play. Oh you yeah. Know? Um, but I remember really liking that Guantanamo. Song. Yeah, but um, I think that was like commercially, that's probably the least. Yeah. Well known of these, or well maybe I don't know this next one, Bass Nectar, who um, is uh, EDM mm-hmm. producer uh, DJ. You know, um, he did a song with Lupe Fiasco, who is way more crossover than a lot of people think. Yeah. Like he crossovers crosses over all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, the Vava Voom song, um, it, I think it was definitely probably more popular, but not like critically acclaimed. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I liked it a lot because it really Lupe really switched up his flow on this song to match the EDM vibe of it all and it was it's tight yeah i appreciate the versatility lupe is a really great mc just you you know he can just go his his opinion is just kind of like you know he you know he, he has these streams of comp, con- consciousness that just kind of just yeah get beyond him you know mm-hmm. um i always advocate for the guy you know i just like him from the beginning mm-hmm. you know from food and liquor you know um i just 
I just like his um, efforts at you know writing like good material yeah. in his songs. But yeah, he can get a little off a little bit, and you don't understand where he's going. Yeah, he just kind of um, loses me sometimes. But, but yeah, I mean, not denying his talent at all. Yeah, and and I mean, his talent really was on display when he did that that collaboration with Ty Dolla Sign. Mm-hmm. Next to it, if you have not heard Next to It, we're not gonna play it. But you need mm-hmm. to listen to that song. Like, man, Next to It is is a dope track. Um, but uh, here's Vava Voom, and. Yeah, this is this is number seven of the seven, you know, collaboration tracks that we we came up with. Uh, no, that we no that we didn't just come up with these. Hold on, we researched and we found these. Okay. <laughs> we curated. Yeah, we curated these. Thank you. All right, ba ba boom into the room. as an artist on this one yeah yeah man and the song sounds like a video game though makes you laugh <laughs> <laughs> I like it though it's dope the bass definitely get you pumped yeah and that's that that's that uh, dubstep mm-hmm. um, you know dubstep was is an interesting part of EDM I think that really like really gave it an easier crossover like yeah. with hip hop because sure. we love the bass yep you know all about that bass no Megan Trainer. <laughs> <laughs> all about that bass um <sighs> But uh, yeah, like um, I remember, uh, electronic dance music was originally like just mostly like the the house and the um, techno and uh, you know it, we know house yeah we know yeah. <laughs> the jazz house especially like um, so many great DJs by the way that mm-hmm. were in the house um, but uh, this about them you know they usually have it about one forty five BPM mm-hmm. or one sixty BPM so they would. And this is this is you you can quote me. I've I've read a lot up on on dubstep, and I had I had a friend that's a DJ, and he got really into dubstep when it really mm-hmm. like crossed over and like became a part of EDM. Um, they actually slow the beat down at the bass drop mm-hmm. from like one forty five to one twenty eight, mm-hmm. so it draws out the the bass line. Draw attention to it, yeah, yeah, and um, and so that's why they call it dubstep because they kind of cut it and they cut the bass rhythm in half, like gotcha. cut it in two, hmm. so it's like a dubstep. Dub. Yeah, cool, yeah. It's Fun very, facts. Yeah, it is. You know, it, great way to wrap up. Yeah, for sure, for <laughs> sure. So anyway, that's the verse unique collabs edition. It is, and that's hope you enjoyed. Yeah, we do, we do. I'm Dare. I'm Leslie, and we're the verse. Also, you can find us on Versecast at Versecast on Instagram. Send us a message, DM, whatever you want. Just follow us.
We love you. Goodbye.